Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is December 21st, and our reading comes from Revelation chapter 12. John says this, beginning in verse 1, Then I witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman. The woman represents the Jewish people, the Israelites, clothed with the sun and the moon beneath their feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. So he sees the Jewish people and they are glorified. Verse 2, she was pregnant and she cried out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth. She's pregnant with the Messiah, the Savior, with Jesus. Verse 3, then I witnessed in heaven another significant event. I saw a large red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and with seven crowns on his head. The dragon is Satan. We'll see that in just a minute. And the seven heads, the ten horns, the seven crowns, they could represent the revitalization of the Roman Empire, but really we're speculating. Verse 4, his tail swept away one-third of the stars in the sky, and he threw them to the earth. He stood in front of the woman as she was about to give birth, ready to devour her baby as as soon as it is born. So this is a metaphor for the spiritual warfare as Israel is about to birth the Messiah, as Jesus is about to be born into the world. And of course, King Herod the Great tried to kill Jesus the moment he was born. And Mary and Joseph, of course, had to flee into Egypt. Then next, verse 5, we pass over basically the period of the church, and we have the ascension of Christ at the end of his earthly ministry. So verse 5 says, She gave birth to a son who was to rule all the nations with an iron rod, and after a child was snatched away from the dragon, he was called up to God and his throne. So that's the ascension. Jesus is back in heaven. Verse 6, And the woman fled to the wilderness. The Jewish people fled to the wilderness where God had prepared a place to care for her, care for the Jews for 1260 days or the second half of the seven-year tribulation period. Then there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, Satan and his angels, and the dragon lost the battle, and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. One of the things I love about that is when this battle breaks out, good prevails. Michael and the angels of heaven prevail, defeat Satan and these rebellious angels, and they're thrown down to the earth again during the tribulation period. Then verse 10, I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last, salvation and power, the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of the brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. Again, that's Satan. Remember, he's the accuser of the brethren. And I think this is an important thing to learn and to remember in our own life. When we sin, we're not sinners, 
right? We are children of God. We are saints who sometimes sin. And when we sin, we need to confess to God. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. And we need to confess to each other and to be prayed for and to be healed. But when the accuser of the brethren, when Satan begins to attack us, to accuse us, to slander us, we just need to recognize that is not from the Lord. That is from the devil. That's what he does. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to destroy your identity. He wants to put you out of service. And one of the primary ways that he does that is by accusing us, using his words to tear down your faith, to tear down your identity, and to get you out of the game. So he's the accuser of the brethren. Verse 11, but they have defeated him. How do we defeat the accuser of the brethren? By the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. So we overcome Satan and his accusations, his attacks, first by the blood of the lamb. So when he accuses us, we just remind Satan, that we are washed in the blood of the Lamb, that we are forgiven, that we have been clothed with His righteousness, that Jesus' death on the cross was enough for me. He paid for my sin. He took on my penalty. He suffered the wrath of God so that I could go free. So we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, second, and the word of our testimony. We overcome by giving testimony to the faithfulness of God to me. So my testimony gives me great power because I can look back in my life and I can see God has always been faithful. God has never left me. God has never given up on me despite my imperfection. God has been patient and compassionate with me. God has loved me into healing and transformation. God has believed in me and called me and gifted me and placed me in the body of Christ. God God has surrounded me with a church family, brothers and sisters in Christ who are helping me pursue all that he has for me. So I've overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb because of what Jesus has already done. But I've also overcome by the word of my testimony. I can see the faithfulness of God and therefore I have faith that he will do it Again, my best days, your best days are ahead. God is faithful. And then finally, they did not love their lives so much that they were willing to protect their life. They were even willing to die. And I just think it's important for us to be careful that we don't so fall in love with the world that our love for God is diminished. We need to love God more than this world more than all our other relationships, really more than anything else, Jesus must have first place. So when we're washed in the blood of Jesus, when we've got a testimony, we've got history with God, and our love for Jesus is first, that protects us in this spiritual battle we find ourselves in. Verse 12, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you will live in the heavens. You who live in the heavens rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, and he is in great anger, knowing that he has only a little time before his ultimate and final judgment. 
Verse 13, when the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to earth, he pursued that woman, the Jewish people, who had given birth to the male child, the Savior, to Jesus. But she was given, the Jewish people were given two wings like those of a great eagle so that they could fly to a place prepared for her in the wilderness. So apparently during the tribulation period, when the severe persecution from Satan and these fallen angels breaks out against the Jewish people who have now trusted in the Messiah, they are given some form of escape. So they've gone into the wilderness. They're hiding out. God's protecting them again during the second half of this tribulation period. And we see that at the end of verse 14. He says, this is true for a time, times, and half a time. So again, that's that last three and a half years. Verse 15, then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from his mouth. But the earth helped her by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out from the mouth of the dragon. Now, again, this is metaphorical language. It's hard to know what that attack is, but there is an attack upon the Jewish people, and then God supernaturally protects them from the attack. Verse 17, and the dragon was angry at the woman. Again, the woman's the Jewish people and declared war against the rest of her children and all who keep God's commands and maintain their testimony. For Jesus. Now, just keep in mind, as we're reading and we're learning about the tribulation period, which is a terrible time to be on the earth, that God has removed the church. And these Jewish people have given their life to Jesus, but they're under tremendous attack. But God promises even to protect them from the attacks of the enemy. Man, God is so faithful and we will be victorious and we will rule and reign with him. Well, let me pray for us. Father, gosh, this is all when we read through the book of Revelation, the truth is there's so much of it that's that's challenging to understand. But what we've read today, it's so encouraging to know that you kept your promise and you sent forth the Messiah, born from the Jewish people to rescue us from sin and to transform our hearts and lives and all eternity. God, we recognize that the devil is real and that we are in a real spiritual battle. And just as he is going to attack the Jews during the tribulation period, today we are under attack. Peter says that the devil is roaming around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. That's very similar to the imagery that John saw. But God, we have victory. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus, the word of our testimony, and our love for Jesus. So God, I pray that we would rest in your grace, that every day we would receive by faith your forgiveness and cleansing. God, that we would know we're the children of God and covered in your righteousness. God, I pray that we'd continue to walk with you and develop a history with you, that our faith would continue to grow as we see your faithfulness your consistency with us over time. And God, I pray as we continue working to be with you and become like you, that our love for you would overwhelm any love for anything else in this world. And Lord, when we're washed in the blood and when we've got a testimony and we love you more than this world, God, we are untouchable. 
Satan cannot touch us. He cannot hurt us. He has nothing on us. We are victorious. And it's because of all that you have done for us and in us. And we thank you for that. We worship you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, man, I hope that encourages you. Again, thanks for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.